Welcome to the Texans! And again, Watson escapes. Over the middle, it's cut. Akins and the tight end rumbles in for the touchdown. Here's Watson now. Blockers in front. Lowers the shoulder and in. Welcome to another episode of the Turn Up For What podcast. We're talking Texans straight from the Great British Isles again this week. The players are days away from pads, but it's sanitised, test and repeat of zero negative cases on Kirby Drive. But with the college football season all but cancelled, I'm asking the travelling Texans fan group, will there be road games this year, will there be home games this year, or will we all be confined to our front room to be watching the Houston Texans in 2020? And join us this week on the Turn Up For What podcast. We're talking your Houston Texans straight from the great British Isles. I'm delighted to be joined by two people who are probably, the, a lot of us probably have got a lot to thank thank for. Um, and you probably don't quite realise it, probably two of the hardest working Houston Texan fans out there. Uh, the two leads uh, and the duo of the travelling Texans, uh, Pamela and Thomas Irby. How are you both? We're doing great. How are you? Yeah, getting by in uh, these sort of COVID times, <laughs> hoping uh, hoping the season's gonna go off without a hitch. But uh, what's your what's your thoughts on it so far? Well, we're just kind of like everything else. We're just waiting to see kind of what the word is. Of course, we're certainly hoping that we'll be able to attend some of the games. Um, but you know, just like pretty much everything else right now, it's just a wait and see. Yeah, and you you both have uh, got some got some screen time on a couple of the NFL videos uh, celebrating some touchdowns. I've seen you you've gotten you snuck, <laughs> snuck your way into a couple. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. We really enjoy it, and I and I can tell you that it's going to be a sad day in the Irby household if we're not able to travel any games. Yeah, so so what's the latest on that? Then what are you guys what have you guys been told, or what do you know so far about if you want to travel to games this year? Is it going to be possible? Well, what we're waiting to see is, you know, when they're lim- what they've done so far is they've limited the number of people in stadiums. And so after they do that, they've re-released some of the tickets to their fans. Uh, I know a couple of stadiums that have that I've gotten uh, emails from them that they are tickets available, uh, Tennessee and Jacksonville. But uh, we'll just kind of wait to see. Uh, hopefully some of the pricing will go down because, you know, with them only filling up like 10 to 15 percent of the stadium that makes the ticket prices go way up and i do know that as far as the texans go um season ticket holders were given the option this year of keeping their tickets and hopefully being able to attend the games um or carrying any monies that they've paid for the tickets for this year over to next year without the risk of losing their seats so i know a lot of people have made the decision to just um relinquish their their tickets for this year only and hopefully that'll allow some room for you know some other people that really want to attend sure and um and in terms of the in terms of the the nrg experience what what have you been told because i think from unless you're a season ticket holder you've i've seen some of the emails direct but is it the sure. case that there'll, there'll be zero tailgating and just only limited of 20 percent capacity that's kind of what we have been told um in addition, uh, maybe a week or so ago, we received an email with a survey that sort of had a lot of information regarding 
um, safety precautions such as, you know, would you attend if you were required to wear a mask or do you think that there should be um, paperless tickets? Do you think that there should be um, dividers between the seats even? So I think that um, the NFL and the Houston Texans are doing everything they can to try to make the um, fans feel safe when they come and just trying to get some fan feedback on on how comfortable you would be in certain situations, um, you know, based on the safety precautions that they take. Sure. And I think, I mean, you can see, obviously, the all the precautions that the Texans have taken for the players, you know, and everything they've done in the building and, you know, no no stones being left unturned or no dollars, you know, not being spent in the aspect of safety. So I think it's a tough, a tough time for the team, I think, because they, you know, they don't know where their salary cap's going to be next year and their inc- the league income is uh, is almost out of their control. So in terms of Kansas City, uh, week one, Thursday night, you know, well, you, you were there and I was there last, last year. Uh, what do you think the difference is going to be like this year and are you planning to go at this stage? Well, we personally, Thomas and I, we kind of go back and forth between whether or not it's really safe to go for a variety of reasons. Um, but, you know, we're pretty committed. If we feel like um, our safety is not at risk, then we'll definitely be there. We're, we're planning to go right now. A lot of it depends on that. A lot of it depends on ticket availability, um, cost, all of that. Um, you know, it, this is d- a difficult time for us. We haven't missed a game in five years. And this is, um, you know, it's just kind of become a tradition and one of the things that we love to do and it's going to be really difficult to make those decisions um as to whether or not you know to actually go i know it's going to look a lot different especially like you said because of tailgating you know that was one of the things that just makes it so exciting is get to getting to mingle with fans from other teams and not having that is going to be you know it, it it's going to bring the excitement down quite a bit i think and in, in terms of, um, Thomas, you're a big LSU man, as I know. Uh, is the SEC going to go ahead, do you think? Uh, well, they're planned right now. They've done away with every um, every other game ex- except their conference games. So they're only gonna, the other, they, other two games they added were two teams from the other SEC East. Uh, right now, they're planning on going, going forward. But uh, with all these other colleges start dropping out, you know, I, I'm not sure, but I'm hopeful. Yeah, I suppose that that means you get to be reigning national champions for a bit longer as well, right? Oh, I don't, I don't mind that at all. We could do that for another year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, like in terms of, obviously the 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 Texans has been going for, or the traveling Texans has been going since 2011. Um, Like, what made you guys get involved? You said just the last five years you've been doing this, and what is like a, what's what's all the planning and what's all the kind of all the steps you take before a successful kind of road trip. Well, uh, what, what we do is we were going to the games before we ever got involved with the Traveling Texans, and we would go with them sometimes to the group photos and do some of the activities and things. But, you know, how they always like to take a group photo inside the city, and they like to uh, give out some uh, little freebie things whenever we would travel. And so they kept asking us to do those things. And then I think after a couple of years of that, they just realized, well, these guys go to every game. So instead of trying to pass it out to other people, we just kind of started doing it. We had a couple of friends of ours uh, that helped us get it going and everything. And we just enjoy that 
like Pamela said, that aspect of it going out, not just with the Texans, but going to new cities, meeting new people. Um, I can't tell you the number of friendships that we've bonded with people in other cities, even Philly. <laughs> and and how much of this, obviously, from September to, well, hopefully this year, February, but, you know, February to at least January, how much of this, uh, your time and effort and how much does life go on the, on the back, on the back foot or the back burner while you're, while you're trying to make all the arrangements and, and put on a bit of a show? Well, believe it or not, we actually start um, as soon as the schedule comes out. So uh, a lot of things that you see going on with the traveling Texans during the actual season has already been planned. Um, the majority of the photo locations, um, the ordering of the giveaways, all of those types of things, creating the events on Facebook and Twitter, all of those things are taken care of well before the season starts. Um, after the season starts, it's pretty much just, um, you know, continuing to post on social media to get people excited. Um, you know, the, the Texans send us the giveaways right before the game. So it's pretty much at that point, um, just social media driven. Um, you know, we pack the, the giveaways and we take them with us and we make sure that we are, you know, at the photo side on time and things like that. But, but as far as the planning, the majority of that happens well before the season ever starts. And how do you find it when you tell them there's going to be X amount of Houstonians and people like myself and people like Tom <laughs> and Tom and Graham and all these guys that I've met, like I didn't even know from my own country, but I've met them in cities I would never have ever been to in my life if it hadn't sure. been for, for this happening. What, what's, the, what's the sort of reaction when you tell them you're going to have a couple of hundred people turn up in their bar and uh, take over for the day? Well, a lot of it, I guess, depends on the city, um, but for the for the most part, um, the majority of the bar owners or the the event locations, they are so excited and stoked to have us come. Um, they are very very surprised and um, want to know a whole lot more about our organization because it seems like we're actually one of the few um, NFL teams that has such a large following where people traveled to all the different games. I think one of the only other NFL teams that we've been compared to would be the Raiders fans. So they're, they get really excited, you know, to see us bring such a huge following to the city. And it's just, it's, they, they, they treat us really well. I have to be honest. And a lot of, and a lot of the cities like Kansas city, for example, that was a good example of a place that, uh, you know, there's a, the gentleman there that was the uh, manager of that place where we got together he actually was from Texas. So a lot of times we go to these cities and we have a t Texas connection already there where they have an official watch party for the Texans every week and everything. So those fans there, they're excited to, you know, see all of us come too. And, and what, when you sort of speak to people within in the building, what's their kind of reaction when you kind of let them know? I know, I know like for, I remember being in Denver and a lot of the media all kind of showing up and interviewing fans. What, what's the kind of organization's kind of feedback to you guys when when they see the all the effort and everybody showing up all at once and getting to the, sometimes getting into town, you know, two or three days before a game? We They love it. And we hear, like, in every city we go to, we hear the words, wow, you guys travel well. That's, you know, in a lot of cities, they think that this is like, a, a group that is funded and, and sponsored by the Texans. 
And while, you know, the Texans are ultimately um, in charge and a, and a sponsor of the group, you know, they, they don't understand that people pay their own money and they get their own travel plans and they get there on their own. And um, they're kind of shocked, actually, um, as how well, like they say, how, how well we travel. Yeah, and, and te- I, well, I always remember that the the first road game I'd ever been to uh, was in 2014 in Dallas. Um, and I remember walking over Daly Plaza. I don't know if you guys were there. And uh, over Daly Plaza into the sort of gra- grass area there where they were going to take the picture from the bridge. And at that point, there was probably, you know, maybe 12, 13,000 people all in one space. And you could hear the right. noise from walking around the corner. Um, and then there's actually a couple of guys um, which we met that day that was still great friends with them and kept in touch and sort of life friends. So I think that and then we went to the game, obviously, on the Sunday, the day following. And, you know, there was maybe 40, 40, 50 percent was Texans and everybody was in battle red. And I think that was for me the point where I thought, well, I'm going to have to start doing this, you know, <laughs> as much as much as I can, because it was uh, you really felt like, you know, your team were in town and it was, you know, you were there to get a result. Absolutely. And and it, of the memories or of, or the or the, the towns, you know, in the absence of maybe not getting to getting to go to some of these places this year, what's what's been your kind of highlights or or the best best represented or 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 best kind of best trips that you'd recommend if somebody's looking the calendar, maybe not this year or a couple of years time, where uh, where you'd recommend them to go. Oh hands down it would be green bay uh you know w- w- you know we got we were there a couple of years ago we had a wonderful experience first of all it was a snow game yeah you know be, being from texas we had this vision that it snows every other day in wisconsin but uh the guy was telling us there that if it snowed like it was supposed to on sunday which it did and it was awesome uh that was only aaron Rodgers' second snow game and he said brett Farr only played two snow games in lambeau field and we just found that amazing because I was like, I thought it snowed here every other day. <laughs> yeah, definitely Green Bay. Um, doing the tour of the stadium. The history. Just the his absolutely the history. The people the there people too. are just phenomenal from from the people at the game to the the TSA representatives at the airport. They were just phenomenal. It's super fun. Um, always our um, division games are great. Anytime you know we get an opportunity to to tour the city of, of Indy, you know, that's just, that's great. So. And just to jump back to something you said earlier about the Dallas game, we were not there. Uh, we have been to 28 of the NFL stadiums, but that's one of the stadiums we refuse to go to. Just our hatred of Dallas is that strong that we feel <laughs> like if we, if we go there, we're giving some money to Jerry's world. We're not going to do that. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was remember the clip actually when, I think they just scored uh, and Arian Foster was walking off the field and the camera zoomed in at me, taking his helmet off. And he just said, this is our house, you know, that day. And uh, that was, it was quite a cool moment, I think. So, yeah, it might be, I was, it's probably not the best stadium I've been to, but I think probably for me, <laughs> in terms of the best sort of in-stadium experience, I right. think was, was probably, yeah, I think, and similar, I think, to what you said about Green Bay. For me, I think, I don't know if you guys were there in Seattle, um, that, that was in 2017 um and that that was uh that, that was a great experience i think and like he said great town lovely people and uh it was a hell of a football game that should have probably won absolutely right. yes we, we we sometimes when we travel to cities we try to go to games on uh we try to catch a college game on saturday 
And when we were in Seattle, we actually got to go to the Washington Huskies were playing. And we went to that college stadium. That's one of the prettiest stadiums I've ever seen in my life of college pro everything is the Washington Huskies stadium. Yeah, I regret not going to that because it's right on the waterfront. People tailgate on the boats, come right up and uh, yeah, they yeah, they know they how to do it. Call it. They call it sailgating. All right. <laughs> so yeah, and, and I think they, like, they connect all the boats and they just kind of walk around on the boats just like you would a parking lot. Just kind of yeah. very interesting to see. Yeah, and I think that's it's just it's something that yeah, again, it's just an experience that you probably would never have any any rhyme or reason to go to, but yeah, you get to do these <laughs> things to. Because because of this team as well, and I think um, you know, and one of the, well, one of the, the the destinations this year that I've had circled on my calendar for the last probably eight years was Chicago. Uh, that was one that I'd like to hope we could maybe get there, but it seems you know limited limited likelihood right now. But is that is that one you guys have done before? Yes, sir. We've been there before. Uh, you know, uh, concerns about that city right now have us think that's the one game. Before this, before they canceled the season, we already had tickets to every game except Indy Hotel and airline to every game except Cincinnati. And then uh, once they canceled it, you know, we're, wait, we're we're still holding our hotels and that we have reserved, and we're still holding our uh, flights because we can get refunded or rebook those. Uh, and we're just going to wait and see. But yeah, Chicago is one of the ones that even if they do clear it, just because of some of the violence in that city that they're having, um, we're still debating on that one yeah i think as well a cool one would have been this year was been the thanksgiving game because i you only get a chance to play in that every so often that was 2012 the last time but you think you'll be making alternative thanksgiving plans or you think you'll you'll be there early early on on the thursday the plans right now are to arrive there wednesday go to the game on thursday come home on friday and then go to College Station Saturday for the NMLSU game. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. I hope it hope it comes off. I think. I mean, in terms of in terms of um, in terms of the best turnout, what's the be- best or the, the the biggest number of fans you've ever seen? Obviously, the Dallas example aside, but in the five years you guys have been doing it, where, where's the one that the t- like the most people from Houston are going to travel and and make some noise at, at the, on game day? It would be really close between that Monday night in New Orleans last year and Green Bay. Yeah. The the New Orleans one uh, is, you know, that's like playing a game against your cousin. There's not a lot of hatred between the two teams. Yeah. And when both both teams are bonded in their hatred to the Cowboys. <laughs> but uh, we went there and had a blast. And, you know, people talk about loudest stadium, Kansas City, loudest stadium, Seattle. There's There was never been, even to some of the, college LSU games in the Superdome never been to a place as loud as that Monday night was last year yes it was deafening it seriously hurt our ears it was so loud um there and to add to Green Bay and um New Orleans I would have to say the most amazing shocking um just surprising number of fans for me was in London last year um just the because that's, I mean, that takes a huge commitment to travel, you know, across the pond, as you say, um, and just the sheer massive amounts of Texans fans there was, it, it gave me chills. It still does to this day to think about how many people made that commitment and, and traveled all the way for that game. Yeah, and I think it was it was a it was a strange day. I think because I remember thinking inside. The uh, I'm sure you guys were sitting, you know, 
down down the bottom section we were we were we were we were sitting a couple a few a fair few rows back but it, it seemed a, it was a strange day because there was like I, I never envisaged at any point there would be people from all these different com- countries you know all around Europe and you know all across the UK um, and then there was you know even countries across you know in different continents that people had come you know wearing Texas jersey and had, had come to London to uh, to see the game it was it was it was quite strange in many ways because it was you know spent spent a long time going the other way uh, sure. but then to, but then to see it and see it in reverse was 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 really kind of it was I didn't I didn't even know what to I kind of lost for words really when when you think <laughs> back on it. We also just like just like what you're saying we met some people. Uh, ooh, I can't even actually remember where they're from in the UK, but uh, they were Atlanta Falcon fans and they had been they traveled to three Falcon games every year, so they had been to Atlanta, New Orleans, and then they came for the Houston game, and. Uh, then we met up with them when we were in London. They can't. They they come to all the NFL games there just to see the NFL live. They take about a three hour train ride in Sunday morning for the uh, games. And uh, you know, just like I said, just meeting people like that and connecting with them, it's pretty it's pretty neat. The people that we've been able to meet in our travels and everything, just like Graham. You know, we had seen him a few times, but then we finally got to meet him and talk to him and. You know, like our friend Tom, you know, that we've met met him probably almost five years ago now. It's been a while, but uh, just meet with him, hooking up with him. We're always talking about the games and sharing different fantasy draft things and stuff like that. And uh, it's just it's just really, really interesting, like you said, to meet people from all over. How fortunate we are to be able to travel to all the games and do those things. Yeah, well, that's right. I think you've got to hope that... um... That it's all going to go, kind of the world might come together and get a bit of a break from 2020, as we said, and uh, and get some football at the back end of this year. We're hoping so. We have both our fingers crossed. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. So I was going to. So I really appreciate your time and talking. And and if anybody doesn't follow the traveling Texans on Twitter or Facebook, and you know, and hopefully we get a game if not this year or next year. Uh, I'd, I'd suggest you do. Um, I'm going to read out some places that I've been. I think we've talked about a few of them, but if I if, if I read the name out, you give me your a quick description uh, just to round off of all the games. If you're not been, you can just say pass, and we'll move on to the next one. Okay. So first first road or fact. So I actually told yeah. So the first game uh, we've been over Dallas, so we'll miss that one out. Second road game I went to was Carolina. I have not been there. Oh, pass. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Tennessee. Always great. Fantastic fans. Great time. Um, just really bonded. Re- really great fans. Love it. Yeah, and I think it's worth going to see Honky Tonk Highway, I think, or just on, just in itself. I think it's something uh, you don't get many places, e- even though even though I think we still need to uh, steal, steal our history back. But uh, we'll, let that <laughs> one, we'll, we'll let that one off because they, they know how to throw a party. Uh, sure. Seattle. Uh, it, that was that was fun. It was a good, good time in the city. Uh, another reason for us is simply never been to the city before. Just the city itself was interesting and a good time. Uh, Denver. Um, we've had we've been there twice. We've had mixed feelings. Great time one time. You know, just you get that one fan every once in a while that that kind of throws you off. But uh, overall, great time. They have a real strange tradition there because you know we usually try to sit right behind the Texans bench. And so they have a real strange tradition there where their fans that sit behind the bench just yell at the players the whole game. 
as like, are you even watching the game? <laughs> it's just kind of weird. It was just weird. And the and the uh, the altitude is is real. You you feel it, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's uh it's definitely not a myth. It kind of hits you pretty quick when you get there. Okay, and we talked a bit about Indianapolis. That's another good city. We've we've got some friends there that we actually met them here at the Final Four uh, eight years ago or something when the final, Houston had the Final Four, and then uh, we hooked up with these guys from India. And we see them pretty much every year when we go there and hang out there uh, in the city. Fans there are always super nice and everything. And final one, as we kind of touched on earlier, but we're hopefully less than a month away from Thursday night football, but Kansas City. Oh, we are so excited to go back. We we had been warned. Um, this past year was our first time there, and we had been warned by so many people that um, to be careful because the fans could become violent and um, just that people had had a really bad experience the time that we played them before. But to be honest, that was we were super excited to go back during playoffs because we had such a fantastic time um, during the regular season. And you were mentioning, you know, something about finding meetup places or bars with the traveling Texans. And I'm just going to say that that was probably one of the most hospitable places we've ever been as far as um, finding a bar that was kind of like a, a local a local bar, but they always hosted Texans games. And so they were they were super nice to us and, you know, opened the entire bar for all of us to come in and um, offered, you know, had us a DJ and um, a lot of prizes and giveaways and even made like some drink specials for the Texans and things like that. So um, I'm really excited to go back there again. And like you said, we've got our fingers crossed because I definitely don't want to miss that game. Was it called no, Not Another Sports Bar or something? What was the name? Had a few... Um, had a few receipts on the credit card when I got back. I don't remember the name of it. That, that's probably <laughs> it. I honestly I cannot 100% recall, but yeah. but I, I you know that was yeah. that was one that was one where that manager he was from Houston. Ah okay yeah I think yeah Power and Light District I think you can see yeah when you go to these cities you can see them growing and like what they're going to become uh, and it's quite cool to kind of visit them while they're on while they're growing and on the rise because you kind of you, you get to see the best of both right but but um final thing i would say their barbecue too much sauce again, again beat texas barbecue um you know we're we've had barbecue we've tried to sugar. tried to try it you know different places um and it it's just not the same it, texas barbecue is is authentic and it's just kind of what we like as i've said about this team more often than not it's more about the people than it has been about the football. Now, the football has been better in the last few years, uh, but it's been about the people and the experiences and the, these great places you get to go. And uh, as I said, I think Pamela and Tom, I think a lot of the fans have got a lot to thank you guys for and a great show you put on. So thank you very much for your time. Um, and let's let's all just uh, cross our fingers and hope we're going to get some football in, uh, in a few weeks' time and we'll have, we'll have a, a whole regular season uninterrupted. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. And and anybody that's listening that wants to be a part of the Traveling Texans, please come join us. You don't actually have to travel to be a Traveling Texan. You just have to love the Texans. Yeah. All right. Thanks, both. Thank you All so right. much. We appreciate it. Thank you. And that's all the time for this week on the Turn Up for Rock podcast. We'll be back next week talking to these things as we do a second part as we go through this roster. Hopefully we'll have some training camp stories to share as a first get on the pad and 
we'll be looking forward to some football that's just under a month away. In the meantime, we are Texas.